The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Nedarim, Daf Pe Aleph. Today's Daf is being studied. Le'anim Shmat Mosek Kenir Bi Yosef Ben Sara, Zecher Avraham Ben Esther, Ruach Hashem Tenachem Begin Eden. Amen. Today's Daf is being studied for Ashlema, Shlomo Ben Miriam, Sara, Ruhama Bat Rachel, Sara Bat Rachel, Moshe Ben Dina. Ella Refan Lahem for the Nefesh. فوات الغوف وتم كربا لبخيني نصوم ونمر امين كنت ريزا فان بي عمود بيت and we are right in the center of the daf starting with the amr with a banan we learned in our mishnah uh, that the rabbis held that a lady that makes a neder that she abstains from washing from bathing that's considered a neder of inui nefesh that's considered a neder where she's causing uh, you know tsaal to herself so the Gemara says, "Ve'amru Rabbanan rechitza it ba'inui nefesh kilo rachsa." You tell me that the rabbis hold what that when the person doesn't bathe or accept, you know, accepts upon himself for such a neder, that's considered already inui nefesh. Would mean he? We have a country. We have a contradiction. Afalpisha asur bechulan, even though there's five different inuim. Five different afflictions that are forbidden on Yom Kippur. In Anosh Karet Ela Beochel Veshote, they all say Melacha Belvat. Person is only Chayav Karet if he eats, drinks, or he does work. There's a separate uh, pasuk that says anybody that does work on Yom Kippur also gets Karet. And, and what's the logic? Because the pasuk says Ve'nitem Et Nafshotechem. So therefore, the Gemara says. She tell me that not washing is considered an Ainui. So then when a person doesn't wash on Kippur, she don't bathe on Kippur, let that be considered also an Ainui, and therefore it should be Hayav Karet. Look at the Ran, the way he understands the question. The Ran says like this. Anybody doesn't afflict themselves, What's the type of inui that causes ibud, that causes the, the, the soul to, to wither away? So what is that? Because eating and drinking, eating and drinking, you know, eats away at the, eating and drinking weakens the the person. So it says. Which means the Gemara could give a simple answer. Only the Anunim that cause a Ibu to the Nefesh. Like it says, the Anitim Vabati to the Nefesh. So there's only Akhirat Shtiyah. The Gemara could give an answer. Even according to those opinions that don't, don't go with this Ibu Nefesh business, we'll still give an answer. Now, what's the answer? Gemara says, Amarava. The Aleph puts a hacha here. Okay, Amarava, hacha, me'nyana dekla. Here we're going to go after the Pesukim. What does it say? Kebeyum kipurim dikhtiv ta'anut nafshotechem. That has to be an inui. Milta diyada' inuya hashta. There has to be a type of inui that the inui is evident immediately. When a person doesn't eat on Yom Kippur and drink, right away you see the results. You see the person, uh, he's very inui. See, he's suffering. However, lechitza lo yada' inuya hashta. But when a person doesn't bathe on Yom Kippur, 
it might be considered an Ainui, but it's not evident immediately that the person is making an Ainui. It doesn't bathe. You know, you don't see any uh, any change in the person. There it says Le'anot Nafesh by Nedarim. Miltad De'atiyale Le'anot Le'anot means something that leads to Ainui. On Kippur it says Ve'anitev Smash, so it's got to be an immediate Ainui. So the things that bring an immediate Ainui. And I said it doesn't bring an immediate Ainui if a person doesn't bathe. But She'eken on Nedarim it says Le'anot, even if it's going to bring to Ainui. Therefore, Fichidor Achsa, Achale De'ainui. And eventually if a person doesn't bathe, it's going to lead him to Ainui. Look at the Dan. That on the same day that a person doesn't eat or drink, already you see the Inui, the Inui manifests itself. Rahmana is only concerned about an Inui that's evident on that day. However, even there's something that's going to be an Inui in the future. So that's why even though it is an Ainui, it's an Ainui Gabbay Kippur, but it's not an Ainui Gabbay Nedarim. Good? Comes again, Baran says, Verami, the Rabbi Yosef, the Rabbi Yosef, we a question on the Yosef against the Yosef. The Yosef himself said, if you remember in the Mishnah, in the Ainui Nefesh. Right? He said that the Rehitza is not considered an Ainui Nefesh, which means when a person makes a Nedar against bathing and he doesn't bathe, that's not considered a Nedar of Ainui. The Gabbana has a challenge against that. Why? Ma'yan, so a person, you have a city. In the city, you have a Ma'yan. Ma'yan is like a wellspring. I said, everybody goes to the wellspring to drink water. Now, the question is like this. Let's say you have the people of the city, and you have the people of the neighboring city. They also, let's say, uh, have uh, rights uh, to the well. Who comes first? Who gets rights to the well first? So the Gemara says, So the people of that city, have a precedence to drink the water before the people of the next city. Because remember, we have a basic rule. Torah comes along and says, your, your life comes before somebody else. Therefore, with you. But you go first. Now, let's say it's your animals. And it's the animals of the uh, next uh, city. Whose animals go first to drink? Their animals come before the animals of the animals of others. Now, <laughs> laundering. You need, you need the well to, to launder the clothes. Whose laundering comes first? So it says, <laughs> And your laundering, come, their laundering comes before the laundering of others. So basically, the, the place where the well is, they have rights, they have, uh, they have first rights to their own drinking, to their animals drinking, and to the laundering. Now, Now, <laughs> Now let's say you have Hayyachadim. The neighboring town needs to drink for themselves. But the town that has the well needs laundering. Mm-hmm. Who goes first? So it says, Hayyachadim kodmim nechwisatam. Okay, then you give rights to the human beings in the next town to drink, because now they need to drink it, they're thirsty. So therefore, you give them over the laundering. Now here's the Hadush. Rabbi Yosei Omer, Kivisatan kodemet lehayyachadim. No, the laundering of their clothes goes before <laughs> even the life of others. So what do you see? Hashtag Obviously what? Because what is he saying? That if a person doesn't launder his clothes, that, that's a sa'ad. And therefore that sa'ad goes even above somebody else's life. Which means they, they, they're thirsty, they need to live. 
You need to launder your clothes. The laundering comes first. Why? Because the Biyose holds that when you don't wash your clothes, it's a tremendous Sa'ara goof. So therefore, he's going to say, if Kivisa leads to Sa'ara goof, goof kulo, local chicken. <laughs> if you don't wash, all the more so it's going to lead to Sa'ara goof. Which means, again, if you're going to tell me that what? That uh, a person who doesn't uh, launder his garments. You tell me that's a tra- you call that a tsar goof. Why you call that a tsar goof? Not a tsar goof. Call that a tsar to the person, because you're letting Rabbi Yosef, letting the the townspeople launder their clothes bef- even before the other people drink. So if laundering is considered inui, kalvachomer, not bathing is considered inui. Yeah, that's the question of against uh, Rabbi Yosef. So you want answers? Amre, <coughs> in yes, kevisa alima Yeah, not laundering clothes has a worse effect on the person than not washing his body. Why? The Amar Shmuel, Hai Arbibuta, Arbibuta explains is Arbibuta deresha. Person has uncleanliness of the head. He doesn't wash his hair, let's say. Matya lide avira. It can lead to blindness. Because all the sweat and all that, eventually if a person doesn't wash his hair, it can lead to blindness. If a person doesn't wash his clothes from time to time, matya lide shamimite. It could lead to dementia. A person can go crazy. So already, a person doesn't clean his body, it can lead to boils and sores. So you see what? Boils and sores are not as worse as dementia. The person loses his mind. So therefore you see in the Khiramid that not laundering clothes is a worse situation than actually not bathing. So therefore, not washing clothes would be considered the Inu according to the Biyosef, but not if not washing the body. It's not as severe. Comes the Gemaran says... Shalhumitam. They sent from Eris Israel. Don't a couple of things they told Be careful of this Arbibuta of uh, uncleanliness. Like we said, uncleanliness of the head, uncleanliness of the uh, garments, right? the cleanliness of the body. All these things can lead to uh, problems. And also be careful when it comes to the Habura. What's Habura? The answer is Torah Make sure you study Torah in a group. Don't study Torah alone. Why? Says the Talmidim, they sharpen each other and the Rabbi also. Therefore, you have to always learn in a group. And also, they sent to them, be careful when it comes to Bnei Anim. Be careful to make sure you teach Torah to the children of the poor people. Shemem Tetzet Torah. From the poor people, their children, that's where Torah comes from. So Rashi answers why. Because they're able to be loyal to it, because they have nothing else to do. They have no money, they have no, uh, no, 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 no other distractions. They're odd. And also because they're very humble. So they're the perfect candidate uh, to succeed in Torah. Like the Pasuk says, Yizal ma'im midaliyav. Let the water flow from the dal, from the poor person. The water is Torah. 
The water will flow through the poor people. <laughs> So Gabra has a question now. Why do we find that a lot of times the children of Tamidi Hakamim are not Tamidi Hakamim? So it says, Amar of Yosef, Shelo Yumru Torah Yerushahi Lahim. So we don't want the people to think that the Torah is an inheritance. So therefore, a lot of times, you won't see their children become Tamidi Hakamim. Otherwise, people say, oh, this is a, it's a you know, dynasty. You inherit the, uh, you inherit the Torah. Right? It says, Lo yilmedu Torah mechar shem sumchim yirushai lem. People are not going to say then. It's, oh, my father's a rabbi. Yeah, it's automatic. So therefore, Bari Allah makes it when you see not so. That a lot of the children of Tamid HaChemim do not become Tamid HaChemim. Kavaz Gabaran says, another reason. Rav Sheshat, B'Red Rav Yidi Omer, Kedeshelo yidgaderu ala sibur. The Ran says, if, if Torah would not stop in a, in, you know, in a lineage, so then the family would now become ge'im. They would become arrogant on the Sibur. Because now people say, oh, it's like a dynasty. They have a, you know, a, a certain family would wield them so much power that it would cause them to be very, very overpowering and domineering over the Sibur. Okay, well, God doesn't want to make like, a certain family uh, too, too powerful over the Sibur. Muzutra says, no, no. It's a punishment. Because they are mitkaber al Sibur. What does that mean? Which means they're... Uh, since their fathers many times are very strong on the seaboard, right? They're very, um, you know, uh, powerful of this, but not the Shem Shamayim. So the Mithraj would say God punishes them that what? That since they were no Hegg, Shedarash, Shedarash, the Shem Shamayim, the fathers, the children will not get the same position. So we gave different reasons now. Let's review the reasons why Tamidachim, the children are not Tamidachim. Number one, so the people won't think that Torah is a Yerusha. Number two, because we're worried. We're worried that if the power is going to be passed down, it's going to lead to, uh, you know, over, over taking advantage of the Sibur. Number three, no, it's a punishment because the father took advantage of his power. So therefore God punishes him that the children will not become Because they call the people Hamorim. What does that mean they call the people Hamorim? Because they, they refer to the Amaris guy as a Hamor. So since they refer to the Amaris guy as a Hamor, so they're talking not nice about the, uh, about the Amaris. So therefore, uh, the Rashi says over Shainu Agim Lahim Kavul Bazim Otam, Mepne Torah Shibem. Because they're studying Torah, so they, 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 they deride the Amaris. So therefore, they lose their, uh, their, their power. Oh, the reason why that they uh, lose their uh, power is because they do not make the blessing on the Torah they do not make the Torah there's a blessing that you make on the Torah we bless for our children so since they don't make that blessing for their uh, children so therefore their children do not inherit uh, their position right Actually, the, the Berachah did not get uh, fulfilled. That the Gabbana says, this, the point of making the Berachah the Torah in the morning. What does it say regarding the destruction of the first Bet HaMikdash? Who is the Hakam that will understand this? This question. They said to the scholars, they said to the prophets, but they were not able to give the answer. Until God had to give the answer himself. The reason why the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed was they left the Torah. 
Now the pasuk continues, "Hainu lo shemau bekoli, hainu lo alchuba." Pasuk says, "And they did not listen to my uh, voice. I did not go in my way." So the Gemara says, "That's really the same thing. When the pasuk is being redundant, uh, they didn't listen to my word. They didn't go in my way." Amar of Yehuda, Amar Av, she'en she'en mevarchim b'Torah tehira. That's the sin over there. Which means it's not that they were not learning. They were not. They did not make the beracha on the Torah, uh, 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 and that caused the, uh, uh, the, the, the destruction. Now let's read the Ran. Look at the Ran. Tavar says, "Nishal hakamim v'lo pirshua." Medichti v'yomer hashem al ozbam etorati. Right now, the Ran says something very simple. God says the reason why the Beit Hamikdash was destroyed is they left my Torah. Now, if you're going to tell me it's literal that they left the Torah, I mean they didn't learn. Why didn't the rabbi see that? It's evident. People are not learning Torah. Since they asked the rabbis, they asked the prophet, they couldn't figure out why the Beit was destroyed. If it was such a blatant thing that people weren't learning Torah, so there'd be nothing uh, they need to talk about. You see, they're not learning. And it must be they were learning Torah. And if it was a very subtle item that the Hakamim and the Nevi'im could not figure it out. So the Ran says that. Nobody knew how to know the reason. God knows the depth of the heart. Shelo ayu mevarchim b'Torah tehara kelomar. Shelo aita Torah hashuva be'anehem kol kach. The Torah was not so important to them. Sheraui levarich aleha. That it was worthy to make a beracha. Shelo ayu oskim b'lishma. They didn't, they didn't study the Torah like the Torah was supposed to be studied. The Shem Shamayim. Umetorkach ayu mezalzelim bebrichata. Which means like many the Baalim Musa said, study Torah as a subject. Torah wasn't studied. The Torah. And therefore they feel that to make a blessing. You don't make a blessing before you study mathematics. You don't make a blessing before science. So they were saying with Torah, What does it mean, Lo'al Chuba? What the Pasuk says further on, She's Lo'al Chuba. They did not go in the way, meaning of the Kavana of the learning Torah. And where is it evident if a person is learning the Shem Shammai, if he makes the Berachah first? If he makes the Berach effort, then it shows you that he knows that the Torah is a divine subject, and therefore it's, there's different uh, uh, different rules. But if he just opens a book and studies and learns it just for the mental gymnastics of it, so then already it's not, uh, he's not studying the Shem Shamayim. So that was the, that was the reason why the first Petah was destroyed. So the Mithashim explain, explain over here, what do you mean by the Gemara says in a different place that the first Petah was destroyed because of the three cardinal sins. Uh, so wasn't that evident uh, to the rabbis? Didn't they see the, the rampant uh, sins? So they say, they saw the sins. Their question was, How did we get to this? Because we know the Gemara says that somebody that studies Torah is protected from sin. So they were wondering, we're studying Torah. We're learning Torah. How is it possible that the Torah did not protect us that it brought us to these three cardinal sins? And they said because the Torah was not being studied the Shema. So you see, a person could study Torah... But if the Torah is not studied the Shema, meaning you don't make the Berachat Torah and then study it with the proper Kavanot, maybe that Torah doesn't protect. And that's the answer that a close Baruch says. Al-Shelo Berchu B'Torah Techidah. Comes the Gemara and says... Story. Isi Bar Yehuda lo atale metiv tadr b'yosef tlata yome. 
Isi bani Yehuda did not show up to the yeshiva of Rabbi Yosef, because he was a rabbi. He didn't show up for three days. Ashkehe Vardimos bin Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef's son, Vardimos, he saw Rabbi Yosef. He saw Isi. Amalei, my tamadu atemo de bimedrashad abba hatlatayome. How come you come to my father's bimedrash already for three days? Right, Vardimos is telling Isi bani Yehuda. Amalei, ki tamid abuch lo yadana hechatay. Which means, I, I, I can't understand your father's uh, logic on uh, certain halakha. Uh, halakha doesn't make sense to me. Amarle, leva mor, maika amarle. Tell me what my father said. Dilma yada'ana Maybe I could uh, give you the reason. Amarle, had it tanya rabi yose omer. Your father said, rabi yose, kevisatan kudmim lehaye ahirim. Right? It says, if it's a choice between this city's uh, laundering and the next city's drinking for their own lives, kevisa goes first. Where did you know that from? What's the source that Kivisa, these guys need to launder their clothes, that comes before even the life of others. It says by the Levi'im, It says that they used to have like Migrash. Migrash is a, um, like a, uh, an open field. They used to have uh, uh, next to the cities. And it says the open fields was for the animals of the Levi'im would be able to graze. And it also says in the Pasuk, Khusham, and for their assets, Ulhayatam, and for their animals. Now the Pasuk already says, Behimtam. What do you have to tell me, Behimtam, Ulhayatam? So the Gibran says, My Hayatam, Idima Hayat, if you tell me that for the actual animals itself, Vehalo Hayabiklal Behemahi, which means Hayat is included in the Behemah, which is the Behemah will get these uh, areas, right, these open areas, for the Behemah. You have to tell me Hayot. Hayot is a type of animal. So it says, Ela my Hayatam, Hiyutam Mamash. Hayatam, don't learn it as an animal. It'll be for their, for their living. Meaning uh, they'll be able to live on, from these Migrashim. Which means what? I guess from these Migrashim you had wells. Right? So therefore you'll go and uh, they'll drink water from these areas and then they'll have life. So it says Pshita. Anyway, that's Pashut. I need to try to tell me that, that if they're going to have uh, uh, lives from drinking the water. That's obvious. So it says, Elalav Kivisa. Elastamino, you have the water. In order to launder your clothes. Because if you don't launder the clothes, what does it lead to dementia? And therefore the Torah is saying that over here. Do you see that kivisa is hayut? A person wears dirty clothes, it brings a tzar to himself. And if he wears clean clothes, it brings him life. And how do you know that from? It says the migrashim of the divim, one of the reasons going to serve them is what? Hayatam. Meaning for their hayut itself. First line. make sense to me. You tell me laundry is more important than somebody else drinking? Right. The Torah is calling Kibisa Hayut. So you see, get washing clothes, laundering clothes brings life. Okay, now what's the bottom line? Who do we follow now? That when a person makes a nidr not to bathe or not to put on makeup, the lady, that's considered a nidr of inuy nifish. Now, what's enough coming up? It's inuy nifish. Nafkamina, as we learned on yesterday's daf or Sunday's daf, that what? That a person who makes inuy nifish, the nidr is the husband's mefir. The afara is a conclusive afara. Whether they get divorced, and even if she gets married to somebody else, Tafara remains intact. Umefer ben la'atzmo ben la'harib. 
Good. The Yahid Virabim, Alakarabim. One of the reasons why we forsake like Rabbanah is because they're going against the Biyoseh. What's the law? Yahid Virabim, Halakha, Karabim. And therefore you follow Hakabim. Ve'od the Miltad the Shmuel Mishmed the Levid the Kaman Kivatai Ushaycham. Now later on we're going to see that Shmuel also concurs with the Hakamim. Kerefresh Alei B'Seir Shalosh Mavav Fagav the Amar of Huna Kudu Perkin the Biyosei. Now even though we're going to have a statement later on, it's going to say in this whole Perik we follow the Biyosei. Rav Huna said that. Lo Kaimadan Kivatai. We don't go with that statement of Rav Huna. Therefore, not every halacha in this Perik is the Biyosei. Aval Rambam Pasak, but Rav Huna can the Biyosei. But the Rambam took that statement of the Hunan and said the whole Perik follows the Yoseh. The end, the fir edam mishum the darim shebenul lebena. He learns that this is not considered an unifish neder. It's considered a benul lebena neder. And what's the? Be- well, I'm not bathing. That's benul lebena. Let's come in up benul lebena. He can be mefered. But what? When she gets married to the next guy, it comes back. It comes back. So, but fantastic. But look at Vince amongst the Rishonim. How do you consider neder of rechitza and kishut? The Ran learns it like Achamim that it's considered a Inu Nefesh. Harambam learns that it is a Nedr of Beno Lebena. Nafkamina to the extent of how long it stays uh, Mufal. Okay? Abba Yosef. In Elu Indre Inu Nefesh. Okay, now we gotta get the Yosef's Shita clear. What did the Yosef say regarding bathing and the Kishut? These are not Inu Nefesh. Not a new nefesh uh, when the lady makes that. So the Gemara says, "Ibailu the Rebbe Yosef Mao sheyefer mishum devarim shebenol lebena," which means maybe it's not a new nefesh, but maybe it has a din of benol lebena, and if it can be mefered from that standpoint. Tashema Amar Yosef en elun edre a new nefesh. Well, I mean you're proving the Mishnah. The language that Rebbe Yosef said these are not edre a new nefesh. Aval devarim shebenol lebena avian. But Smashma, they're not in Unifish Nedarim. But they are Beno Nebenah Nedarim. Who says, no, Dilma, I can tell you, maybe not. Dilma, Lididu Ka'amar. No, maybe the B.O.C. was talking to the rabbis. And he was saying like this. Lididi, I feel the very Shibino Nebenah, Lo Havyan. For me, these Nedarim are nothing. It's not in Unifish, and it's not Beno Nebenah. Lididu, Damri, Tu Havyan, Nedri, in Unifish. But according to you, let's say it is. In Unifish. Admit to me it's not in Unifish. At least call it Benol Lebena. Which means, maybe that's what the Bible says. I hold these are nothing. These Nedarim. Therefore, you cannot be mefer them at all. Oh, so, what is he saying? In saying, Rabbi, I'm talking to you. You hold that these are Nedarim? Don't, don't call them in Unifish. The Fahot, hold that they are. Hold them to the Benol Lebena. Now, what would be the Nafkamina? Like I told you, the extent of the Hafara. If you say Ainu Nefesh, Tafara is conclusive even if she gets married to somebody else. If they're Benole Bena, once she gets married to somebody else, then there comes back. But the point is, we have no Ra'aya with the Biyose holds. What does the Biyose hold? The dream of Kishut and Rechaisa. Is it not Ainu Nefesh, but Benole Bena it is? Or maybe it's neither. Yeah, that's the question. Kabbalah's answer. My, what's the deen? Kabbalah's is Mahlokit. Okay, one rabbi says you can make a farah, one rabbi says you cannot make a farah. Why? Shalom matzinu shu'al shemet be'afar pir. Because we never saw a fox die from the dirt in his foxhole. What does this mean? This means like this. When the lady doesn't bathe, 
why would that be an inui? Uh, uh, why would that be devarim benole bena? What would the logic be? Why is that benole bena? She didn't pay. It doesn't affect him. So the logic is because what happens? Then her hair becomes tangled as a result. So the concern is that when he's with her, a hair might get tangled in there and dismember him. And therefore, it's going to affect him. It's benole bena. So according to this Gemara, the Gemara says, nah, it's not benole bena. You know why? Because a fox knows, no fox ever dies in his own foxhole. Which means he knows his area, he knows the territory, he knows where, um, where, where, where the hills are, he knows this over there. And therefore, even if she has that issue, the guy is not going to, he knows how to, 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 to deal with that. Therefore, it's not even been able to be now. Look at the top run. Shemit be'afar pir. Be'afar hafirato shudar botamid. Shemitok shudagil sham. Enunitkal be'afar shudaguma. He knows the area of the fox, he's not going to die in his own foxhole. Kakzim betok shudagil. He's not worried that the hair might attach to him if she doesn't wash. So therefore, that's the logic to say it's not considered beno lebena. It's not going to affect him. Tanya kivate derav adabar ahava. Derav adabar ahava was the opinion that said no mefer. Then Adabar Ahava was one that said it is considered beno lebena. We're going to bring a brighter to support derav Bar Ahava Because it's considered Beno Lebena How are we going to prove it? So it's the Braita Again Tanya Kivajad Ravada Baravad Devarim Shiyesh Pem Inui Nefesh You have an item in there That's Inui Nefesh What's the deen? Mefer Okay so you can make a fara Ben Beno Lebena Ben Bena Leben Ahirim Oh so in Ainui Nefesh, just closely, Ainui Nefesh, it doesn't matter if the Nedir was made towards the husband, meaning, I'm not eating your fruit, or the Nedir of Ainui Nefesh was made to somebody else, I'm not eating his fruit. Either way, that's an Ainui Nefesh. I don't care whose fruit she was osir. She directed to the husband or directed to Ahirim, that's considered Ainui Nefesh. Look at the Ran, one finger on the Gemara, one finger on the Ran. If it's between the husband affects the husband, of course he has the Farah rights. However, but it's between her and somebody else. So of course it can't be mefer because that's not considered a benoli benaneder. The Gemara says ketzad. Amra kunam perot alai hareze yafer. Good. If let's say she says kunam perot alai, so then already uh, of course uh, you could make hafara. Uh, okay. Well, let's just discuss. Let me be clear in this brayta now. We need to show four cases in this brayta. We need to show two cases in enui nefesh. And two cases in Benole Bena. The two cases of Inu Nefesh, we explained what means whether she was osed herself from the husband's fruit or somebody else's fruit. That's Inu Nefesh. Now we have to show you cases of Benole Bena, whether it's Benole Bena Mamash to the husband or she was osed something to Tahari. Okay, so those are the cases. Now the Mugirai says Ketzat. Okay?
cases. What are the cases? So it starts off. Oh, now we want to know. Give me the cases of inu nefesh nedarim. Ketzad amla. She said kunam perot alai. Right? Hareze yafir. So it doesn't matter what type of kunam. Uh, Once she says kunam perot alai, that's already inu nefesh. The husband has a right to be nefer. Kunam she. Why is it inu nefesh? Because she suffers. I can eat food. We can't go away without eating fruit. That's inu nefesh. Kunam she eni ose lefi abba. Well, let's say she does an inu nefesh, but not to the husband. Doesn't affect the husband. She says uh, she's not going to. Um, uh, she's osed her maaseyadaim. Let's say, let's say that case. She's osed her maaseyadaim to the husband's father. Now, I'm not going to let my father-in-law benefit from maaseyadaim. Lefi achicha, or to your brother. Lefi avicha, or to your father. Abba is her father. Avicha is his father. Lefi achi, or my brother. Okay, now those cases over there that she says, Ran says, Now that's the case, this first case over here is the case of what? It's not Ainu Nefesh, not suffering by not uh, giving them any uh, money. That's the case of Bena Leben Ahirim. Let's know, Bena Leben Ahirim, when the lady makes in there, I am not going to give any Maaseya Daim to your father. It's going to do with the husband. That's not Beno Lebena. That's Beno Leben Ahirim. Right or wrong? Okay? Vishelo eten teben lifne behem techa. Or she comes along and says, I'm not going to give a teben, straw, in front of your animal. Umayim lifne bekarcha. Or I'm not going to give water in front of your your cattle. En yachon lehafir. In all those cases, you cannot be mefir. Let's go to each one why it cannot be mefir. On the cases when she's osir, let's say herself to the father and all that, it's got to do with the husband. It's not inu nefesh. So therefore, the husband has no, uh, no, no, no rights to be uh, mefir. Now what about the next case? When she comes along and says, I'm not going to give your uh, animals straw, and I'm not going to put water in front of your, uh, your cattle, why can't he be mefir? That's affecting him, so look at the Ran. Because she's not Mishubat to such a thing. She's not obligated to do such a thing. Why? So if you remember we learned the Masjid of Ketubot that if a lady brings in a certain amount of maids into the marriage, so for example, she brings in four maids into the marriage, you said she didn't do anything. She has to make the beds. But otherwise she just sits down in the chair all day long and she has no, no obligation. So therefore we're talking about a case of where she brought in maids to the marriage. Therefore she's not obligated to, I'm not mishubat to the, she's not mishubat to the husband to feed the animals. The maids will do it. She's not obligated to pour water in front of them. The maids will do it. So then when she makes the nether, kunam, uh, that I'm not going to do these items, he cannot be mefir, because it's really not in Yarab bin Because she's not obligated to do these things over there. Why? Let the maids do it. Understand why it's not bin Olebina? So let's just review this bright as a long bright. I don't even just you have clarity in the cases that we discussed so far. Kunam perot. Well, that's the case of Enui Nefesh. I don't care whose perot she was also said. Husband's perot, this guy's perot. That's, that's Enui Nefesh. No, no, nothing, nothing to talk about. Then you have a case where it's Bena le Ben Ahirim. 
It's not inun nefesh, but it's bina le bina I'm not gonna give hanat to your father, to my father, to my brother, to your brother. Husband cannot be mefed doesn't that him? Can't have to do with him. Okay, good. Even if it is to him, meaning I'm not gonna serve you and all that stuff, your animals and stuff like that, cannot be mefed either. Why? Because it doesn't affect him. She, you have no rights to those things because she brought maids into the marriage. Therefore, you have no rights to be mefed. Okay, we continue the brayta. Oh, shelo echol. I'm not gonna put on echol. Uh, right, echol is the mascara, makeup. Shelo ifkos. Because like the uh, rouge. The shelo is shemesh mitati. Oh, she said she's not gonna have to shemesh mita. Yefer. Then when he makes a fara, why? Mishum devarim shebeno lebena. Because these items have been all lebena. Okay, what do you mean? This is already no gab beno lebena. Now let's stop right here. Let's stop right here. Who is the shita? This cannot be the rabbis. Because the rabbis hold kishut is inui nefesh. Right? The Mishnah, the rabbis held kishut, makeup, and the uh, is inui nefesh. So this it must be the other shita. The only other shita out there is what? The biyoseh. Oh, so then that's going to be the proof. From this brayta you see that while he doesn't refer to kishut as... But he considers it as Therefore he has rights to be Mefer But let's continue to write Let's say she says I'm not making your bed Or I'm not pouring uh, the wine for you I'm not going to bathe you and Sarikh Lafir. Doesn't have to be Mefer in this. Why? Because remember we looked at Sarikh Ketubot, and no matter how many maids she brings into the marriage, these services she's obligated to the husband. These items of a minimum she has to do. So therefore, the Nedir is not hal. You cannot make a Nedir on something that you have a Shi'abut to. If you miss Shabbat, then you cannot make a Kunam on an item that she has a Shabbat. It's Sarikh Lafir Bechlal. Rabban Gamliel Omer Yafir. Now the Bangalore says you still need a farah. Now the Bangalore agrees that she's obligated to do these things. And he also agrees that really the nedir should not be hal. But you know what he says? Like a midrabanan item, make a farah. Why? lo yahil devaro. When the Torah talks about, uh, you know, um, breaking a nedir, it says do not make your words cholin. It doesn't say lo yahil nidro. That means even if it's not a nidr, even if it's just a dibur, like in this case over here, we don't want to, we don't want to get into the habit of saying things and children got to go through the hafarah process. Because then already the whole nidr thing is going to become light in our eyes. Even though this case is really not a nidr, it's not how. But you know what? It's like more of like a humrah, I'm going to say. Let her go through the process. To make a farah, because it says, Even if it's only a dibur. But she said, I'm not uh, making the bed. Really, it's nothing. It's not an edir, not hal. Husband, just go, go on, no problem. Rabbi says, you know what? Go to the motions. Make a farah on this item. Why? Even if it's a, a dibur. Yeah? Look at the... Rabbi Gamal, you're going to say, I'm not 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 going to we don't want it to become now lenient on the street of Nidareen with Ta'vur al-Bad Yahil. That's Makhtaba Allah. But this is really, it's an Asmaq. The Pazuk is not really talking about that. It's about something else. Now, 
the next part of the Braith is in parentheses. And I'll tell you what the parenthetical is. Once Rabbi gave me the Pasuk, Lo Yahel Devaro, that you told me the word Devaro, you're being Doresh, Devaro. Even though it's not in there, that it's a word, you still should, you know, get, uh, get, get absolved. Now the Gemara is going to give a Davar Ahir, another way of interpreting the word Devaro. But nothing to do with Abraita, but it has to do with and that once already you brought me this Pasuk, I'm going to show you another way to be Doresh the Pasuk. Devar Ahir. Lo Yahel Devaro. Which means you're able to be mefer, the rabbi, that is others. But your own word, you cannot be mefer. Okay, so that's the other alternate derasha. Good? Now, now we get to the proof. Now, here's the proof. Man shame'ina de'amar shilo ikhol vishlo ifkos. Who's the opinion that says not putting on makeup is considered has to be Rabbi Yosef. Because it can't be Rabbanah because Rabbanah said that's considered Inui. Nefesh. Ukitani. And what does it say regarding those Nedarim? Demefer Mishum Devarim Shebenolibenah. And it says he can make a farah. And therefore we have a proof to Rabbanah that indeed you can make a hafara. So we have a proof. Where? All this bright that was a proof. Amar Mor, now we're going back to that Braita. Vishilo Ishamesh Mitati Yafir. What did the lady said? I'm not going to be Mishamesh Mita. Husband can make Hafara. Okay, Beno de Bena. So Yabra says, Mishum de Benim Shil Beno de Bena. Hechidame, oh, what's the case? Ilema de Amra. Hanaatashmishi. Alecha. Right? If he comes along and says that you are forbidden, I'm forbidding you to have an from me. How could you make a neder like that? Lamali hafara Exactly. Which means she's mishobat to the husband. Could she osir uh, 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 the husband uh, from having an That's one of the husband's uh, rights. And therefore, such a neder would not be hal at all. So that cannot be the case. Yafir. She's saying the opposite. She's saying that I am forbidding myself from you. I cannot be osir. I'm osirring myself from having hanaah from you. She's osirring herself. Oh, so once she's osirring herself, that husband can't be with her. Why? Uchtravkana de'amar ravkana hanaah tashmishi alecha kofa umshemashto. If she comes along and says, "What well, you cannot have an right? I'm sitting you have an for me. We don't pay attention. They're going to have to be forced up. They have to She has no right to make such a nidah. However, but if she's sitting herself, yafir, why? You don't feed a person something that's a sultan, which means you're going to force them. Guy says, I'm making an edit, I'm not eating apples. We're going to force them to eat an apple. You can't force me to eat an apple now. I made, a, I made an edit against them. So she said, I am not going to have an edit. We're going to force, force, force the guy to have to switch now or not? So you force the guy to, to make an isur. If she says, you cannot have that, you said nothing. You cannot assert something that's mine. This is, this is my rights. You cannot also It's like saying, uh, I'm asserting your apples on yourself. You can't say it's my stuff on myself. And they say, then when she says, I'm assailing uh, 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 you from having an Abdul Tashmish. From, from me. You can't do that. You're Mishubata. 
I, I could have said myself. Because I want to say myself with my own nana. So therefore, the Gemara says, in that case over there, you have to have a hafara. Why? Just say, I'm not tashmish. You're going to make a, make a isu now. Because you're going to have a tashmish, it's going to cause a, uh, to break a nether. Good? Yeah. Okay, one more point. Gemara says like this. Mantana. Who's the author of the following statement? Hadetanya, we have a bright. Devarim mutarim. Certain things that are mutar from the law. Baharim naguben isur. People are mahmir, let's say, on themselves. They know hag, let's say, nabidin nidir. Nabidin min hag tov, that they, they abstain from a certain uh, practice. Iyatar asher lenog bem yatir. Kedel batilan. Which means, if they come to you, let's say they come to the rabbi, say, Rabbi, we have this minhag, don't be mezazir, don't say, ah, it's not an edir, just don't worry about it, you don't got to follow your practice. No, no. Ela, you have to go to the regular process if they want to absolve themselves, let them find a peta and go to the regular procedure of being hafarad I'm sorry. That means, to the rabbi, when these people come to you, they have a humrah on themselves. It's really not an edir. They just uh, have a certain practice. We, we, we don't eat this, uh, you know, this item over here. So the Gemara is saying, the rabbi, be careful. Don't be misazil with them. Don't just say, oh, you're not eating it. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. Make, make, uh, make the regular hafarah. Even though it's really not a neder, it's a humrah that they accept it upon themselves. You still have to follow the procedure of hafarah nidarim. Yes? So the Gemara says, I'm reading again. Ma'antana, who's the author? Now I'm going to read the Ranz Girsa. Right over here, the Ranz Girsa is Mani Rabban Gamlielhi. And that's the correct Girsa. Who's the author of that statement, Rabban Gamliel? Why? Because didn't we just learn that Rabban Gamliel holds the word Devaro, Lo Yahel Devaro? Yeah. How do you learn the word devaro? That even if it's not a neder, even if it's only a dibur, like the case of the wife, yeah. when she said things, are, I'm not sending myself, I'm not going to bathe you. She can't, she can't do that. It's just words. I make a Similarly here, it's not really a neder. These people accept it upon themselves. They were not mean on the surah. It's just a dibur at most. Still what? Go to the process. So the author of that statement is indeed Rabban Gamliel. Now look at the Ran. First wide line. Mesut Shemal lo yachad devaro mani the bangem leeli the darish devaro lo madafidu midi sheino neder gamur. Even I'm not not full neder. Ela dibur be'alma. Afidu achi lo yachel. Do not treat it lightly. Kedes shelo yinhag kalutros ben darin gemurim. You understand the problem? If you're going to be lenient on these items, you're going to come to be lenient on real legitimate the darin. How can I make? Since probably these people are mahmir on certain things, how do they To them, they have to treat it like they are isur. Umikan from this gemara, haya omer Rav Yehuda Kohen Zal. She nahag adam shelo chol basar. That was mahmir on himself. He didn't say neder. He just no egg practice. He doesn't eat meat. Bishelol istotiayin bezman miyuhad. A certain time of the year, whatever he does a practice, without verbally making an neder. So here's the source of making a tarat darim on a minhag tov. 
That don't we say many times And if there was a certain minhag that I accepted upon myself and I didn't say and things like that, once you do a practice, that becomes like a binding. We have to make a hafara. Now, let's read the continuation of this uh, round for a minute. Ma'nitim benigaim. Kol nigaim adam The person is able to judge all the nigaim, let's say uh, the laws of blemishes, right? Guys, you go in. Right, so you go to Kohen, Kohen makes rulings on uh, everybody's nigaim. Chutz, minigayasmo. But you can't make a ruling on your own nigaim. Rabbi Yudamir, aflo nigaikirobav. For that matter, you can't make a ruling on your relatives' nigaim. Now, what does he got to do with nidarim? So the Gebra says, Kamilan, kola nidarim, adam matir. All nidarim, a person is able to be matir. Chutz, mididreyatsmo. But you cannot be matir your own nidarim. Okay, we know that. Rabbi Yehuda said, "Af lo nidre ishto shebena leben aheri," which means, if let's say the husband is a scholar, if it's bero lebena, uh, you don't have to be a scholar. You have the husband's uh, uh, right. But let's say she made a neder. Look at somebody else. Now he wants to put on his rabbi uh, uh, hat. Now, your wife, just say so you cannot be mefir your own nidarim. It's talking before Rabbi Yehuda says you cannot be mefir from the. From the rabbi's standpoint, the wife's neither either. Good, that's the view. That's mahmir. Not only hakab cannot be mefin nidre atzmo, but cannot be nidre ishto. Then the Ran brings down the Yerushalmi. And the Yerushalmi basically uh, brings down an opinion that wants to say, but we don't go like Rabbi Yehuda. There's an opinion of the Hakamim that say, hakab can be mefir nidre ishto. So it comes out, it's a mahluk, Rabbi Yehuda and Hakamim, and actually the Ran comes out, it's a mahluk amongst the Rishonim. It's got to be posek. Can Hakam indeed be mefer? Let's just read that inside now. Gersina Birushalmi. Let's read a piece of Yerushalmi together. Nadra Isha, she made a neder. Beshama ba'ala, velo eferla. The husband did not be mefer, now you only have the day. Once the day passes, husband's rights are gone. Right? His Baal rights have gone after the day passes. Can he be mefered her in his hakam rights? He's a hakam now. Can he institute hakam? Can hakam mefendedre? It's not. For the hakam, you don't need that day. So it says, Ma anan kaimin. What's the case? Hechidame. If it's been all the bena cases, the So that's already considered So therefore, that's a kiss nidarim. So you cannot be mefended that are regarding you. Oh, that must be talking about the she made the darim former that don't affect him. Correct? What are you telling me? Who's the one that's osir to be mefended nidre but Hananya says what? That it's not only Rabbi Yudah Shita. Hananya says it's actually the Shita of the Hakamim that's Osir. If you say it's Rabbi Yudah, the Osir means Hakamim of the Matir. But if you have the Gilead, it's Hakamim of the Osir, it means everybody's Osir. Then Abban is Posik of the Yudah, it's Asur, because we have the Gilead that says it was the Hakamim Shita as well. And Yerushalmi. So therefore, a. Husband who's a rabbi, who's a hakam, cannot, Kutramban, cannot be mefer the nedarim of his wife. He has to go, she has to go somewhere else. Last piece of the Gemara. 
דבר אחר פימן צודו בארם, לא יאחל דברו, we learned this already, another דרשן the words לא יאחל דברו, מכאן, את המרחם שאינו מפן נדרה עצמו, למאני דבן גמליאל, we changed the גרסה already, right, we had that מאני דבן גמליאל on the first, on the first statement, but the second statement is well like we learned, לא יאחל דברו, which means you cannot be מפן your own נדר, that means החכם cannot be מפן his own words, the החכם has to go somewhere else, ברוך הבא לעולם, אמן ואמן.